0: Warning, 30 Screams or Less may contain spoilers about movies that have recently been released. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, come back, and enjoy the show. Or, if you don't want to waste your time watching the movie and rather have two random horror dudes watch it for you, we got you covered as well. Welcome everyone to 30 Screams or Less, a horror movie podcast where we review horror movies in 30 minutes or less. Today we want to do something a little different. We're going to review two movies because last week we had a little bit of audio issues, didn't we, Corey? Yeah, it's your fault. It's not my fault. Okay, it is my fault. So what happened was I have this whole mobile setup because I'm like in between houses, a.k.a. homeless. Okay, I'm not homeless. I'm just sleeping on my dad's couch for now. But I have this setup and I hook my headphones into it and usually pretty good to go. But for some reason, it just was not cooperating the slightest bit. It was being finicky as fuck. So we had this review like 30 minutes. We were just like, we didn't even want to talk more about this movie because we were just like over it.
1: So you forgot to mention that you suggested we re-record the whole episode. And uh, (laughs) no, I don't want to talk about it again.
0: Yeah, we don't want to talk about this movie for a second
1: time. So we're going to give you guys a condensed review of this movie Underground. Steve, go.
0: Okay. This is our 30 seconds or less review of the movie Underground, which can be found on Screenbox. It stinks. Okay. Now on to the next movie we're going to review. (laughs) Wow,
1: that was that was <laughs> gripping
0: gripping gripping <laughs> like we told you everything that you needed to hear about the movie like all the twists and turns every just don't just don't bother just edit that out actually edit it out edit out the whole thing. Yeah, we don't want to tell everyone about our little review of this whole thing. I mean, yes,
1: and no yes and no okay. i don't want them to suffer like we did
0: okay everyone just don't watch it it's not good i think we went 50 minutes or oh no wait an hour 20 before really anything was happening really yep. right yeah and the last five minutes stuff happened and then it did not and that's how the movie ended it was just a <clears> bunch <throat> of girls getting wasted for a little while falling into a fucking underground bunker
1: yep Okay, we've already talked long enough about this. We've move, talked way too on. much.
0: We're moving on. We're moving on. Okay, so today's movie we're going to be reviewing, way different than whatever that shit was, is called Husera the Bone Woman. It's directed by Michael Garza Cervera, written by Michael Garza Cervera and Abby Castillo, starring Natalia Salon as Valeria, Alfonso Dussol as Rual, and Mayra Batala as Octavia. The plot of this movie is Valeria has long dreamed about becoming a mother. After learning that she's pregnant, she expects to feel happy, yet something's off. This can be seen on Shutter. Heads up, the movie is in Spanish, so definitely be sure to turn the closed captions on. 30 Screams or Less starts now. Corey, what did you think of Husera the Bone Woman?
1: So this was one of those movies that I think we had talked about reviewing for a while. And when we tried to fix our fuck up with the previous one, we had to, we came up with something on the fly. Yeah, we had to shift gears. Um... Yeah, so this movie is, I love this movie a lot. It is very uncomfortable to watch at times. You definitely need to watch it if you haven't seen it. Steve, would you agree?
0: I would 100% agree it was very hard to watch and when I say very hard to watch it's not that it's like a bad movie or anything it's that if you have a thing for broken bones or cracking bones or anything like that this movie is not for you Corey the first time I saw the woman's ankle break I almost threw up because it was just such a like a, a nonchalant break. Oh, I know,
1: and it was like it, it was completely unexpected too, because she's laying in bed and this she's got her foot hanging off the side of the bed, and all of a sudden these two hands just reach out from under the bed, grab her by the foot, and twist.
0: Oh my God! It looks they like so amplified. realistic. The,
1: the the breaking sound was like amplified.
0: Yeah, all the breaking sounds and cracking sounds in this movie were clearly amplified, and it makes sense. The whole movie is about the Bone Woman who just she's always cracking her knuckles like out of stress. So she's always doing that. But what I wanted to touch base with on, in I don't understand the concept of this. Maybe it's because she wanted to have a, like a child so bad. But the beginning, you start seeing biblical imagery stuff already, right? You see people climbing up the stairs to go worship Jesus. And I think it was actually Mother Mary. I don't know. I'm not really a religious person. So yeah, they're like praying. And I think it was... Her aunt or a friend prays for Valeria's stomach. So I'm thinking, okay, this may be some real fucked up omen type shit, right? That's kind of what I was like thinking at first. But it does start a little slow. It takes some time to kind of kick in the gear, but then she becomes pregnant and that's within a few minutes. So that's not like a, a long ash drawn on wait to be like, okay, now she's pregnant. Now she's happy. They're getting ready to be parents, all that stuff. But Corey, this is when shit starts to happen, right? I think she's going crazy in this movie because when it comes to pregnancy, I've heard some things, man. I've heard that like a lot of girls, they go through a lot of physical and psychological shit when bearing a child. Oh, yeah. I'm
1: pretty sure that's like common knowledge. And I think in this particular film, it starts in the beginning when she goes to the doctor's office to get her first ultrasound when she finds out at home that she may be pregnant. So- I'd like to talk about this scene. Actually, that little girl she sees in the waiting room there—is that one of the ugliest fucking kids you've ever seen, or is it just me?
0: <laughs> she was gnarly looking. Like her, uh, she just—her face like got so skinny, like at the bottom. And it's not like it was meant to be a scary thing. She just made a weird ass face. Yeah, that was so uh, she, that was so an she, ugly kid.
1: So that's just it. Was like this girl making the face? Was that actually happening, or was she hallucinating?
0: Well, oh, that's a good question. Because Uh, I I
1: think the whole her being cursed thing began with the beginning of the movie when they went to that statue and they were praying.
0: Yeah, so I was wondering about that too. Like, is this a curse thing or is it purely psychological? That makes absolute sense about a curse. Going to pray at the statue and things like that and someone praying for her stomach absolutely makes sense. That 100% makes sense that it's going to be a curse deal, right?
1: Yeah, because there's really no other explanation other than, like, hormones and stuff that a woman has when she's pregnant.
0: Yeah, which not a lot of people want to hear me say, oh, it was just her hormones. She was crazy. She was pregnant. That's not what I'm trying to say here. I'm just saying that if there's some psychological stuff involved when it comes to having children, and it could really go either way for this movie. I think it could be a curse, but I didn't feel like there was a lot of explanation regarding the curse There could have been more emphasis on that, but it also could be psychological. I mean, it kind of blurs those lines in between the two.
1: Yeah, and that's what's kind of cool about this movie is it leaves, like, your mind open to interpretation on why you think this woman was experiencing the things that she was experiencing in this movie.
0: Exactly. And that's, like, half the fun of movies is... Movies that leave things open to interpretation, not just like open-ended where it's like, what the fuck? There's no resolution at all whatsoever. What happened? But the end of this movie definitely leaves room for interpretation. Did she go to a psychiatric ward or whatever? Did she just leave to keep the baby and the, the father safe? Who knows?
1: Yeah, like, we'll, we'll get there, of course. But it took me a while kind of stewing on this, if you will. Uh, what the fuck I just watched at the end of the movie. Like, it was a very kind of abrupt ending. Mm, it was. But again, we'll, we'll get there shortly.
0: Yeah. So shit starts going downhill where she's in the kitchen and she just kind of looks out and she sees a woman across the way and she waves at her and she waves back. And then that woman just straight up jumps off the second story and you hear the sounds of her bones cracking and hitting the ground and valeria freaking the fuck out at what she just saw
1: well it could be the fact that she's pregnant and she's smoking cigarettes and breathing in
0: sawdust in her tiny ass apartment oh so that's another good call too what if it's chemicals that was fucking with her brain
1: i don't know but i saw that and i was like "Eh, i don't think you should be doing that you just came from your uh doctor I'm, i'm pretty sure you're not supposed to be doing that
0: When a woman's pregnant, you can't even eat fish. What makes them think that it's okay to be around sawdust and chemicals and doing that shit?
1: And the funny thing is is she was building her baby's crib.
0: Yeah, I know. It's a labor of love, I'm sure. It's a very cool thing to do. I was looking at that crib though, and I'm like, I'm fully expecting any child to get their head caught in this rope material and <laughs>
1: oh yeah she, she like wove the ends of it it reminding me of one of those cheap plastic chairs that has like the woven threads in it oh you know yeah, yeah about like a oh. lawn chair yeah the That's ones that i used. somehow always
0: still manage to slide through even though my fat <laughs> ass clearly should stay put but it's just i don't know i always find myself like I'm, now i'm getting pinched what's happening i'm just sliding through <laughs> That's,
1: you just brought me way back Oh, yeah. I've definitely slid through those before. So
0: dumb. They're such dumb chairs. I well, fucking things cost like 25 cents, so. Yeah, but all the places like Walmart and shit, they're like, oh, it's bougie chairs, so we got to fucking jack it up to 50 a piece.
1: Here's a bougie plastic Adirondack chair for you.
0: Yeah, I might as well take a bunch of fucking, like, floss and just wrap it around two pieces of wood. Maybe I'll sit that way. You should try that. Let me know how it goes. I will. <laughs>
1: That's your project
0: for tomorrow. I've got nothing going on, sure. Just go fucking
1: do it in the snow.
0: I can do that or I can edit the podcast. Either way. Mm. I have something to do at least now.
1: I think you need to do the chair thing for science. Fuck the podcast.
0: Perfect. And I will sell it on the website, along with all of our other merch that we have for sale.
1: If somebody buys a 30 Screams or Less lawn chair, I'll eat my hat.
0: (laughs) You heard it first, everyone. I got to make one. And then Corey will eat his hat. And it's going to be the best worst time I've ever wasted in my life.
1: Nobody's buying the denim jackets, so we have to increase the stakes a little
0: bit. Might as well, man. Gotta. So, okay, this crib, man. Yeah, it reminds you of those cheap ash chairs. And you gotta be careful with kids because you give them anything and they somehow find a way to hang themselves with it. <laughs>
1: It's so, it's it's not funny, but
0: it's true. It's 100% true. I mean, shit, like, you can't have cats around because God forbid a cat's going to sit on the kid's face and he's going to die. She's going to die. Whatever. They're prone to death. There's so much death and, like, risk for babies, I guess. Yeah. Can't even let it just lay there and nap. And then you're so, like, oh, fuck, it hasn't screamed in 15 minutes.
1: So, like, after Valeria witnesses her neighbor yeeting herself off of a balcony. <laughs> yeah. She walks away and then comes back and the body is gone. Then all of a sudden she hears a knock at her door. The first thing she does is look through the peephole and then it's gone. So she decides to open the door and like she chases it down the hallway. Yeah. Uh, Absolutely fucking not.
0: Uh, No, dude. That thing was so fucked up looking. It was like, I don't even know how to explain it. It was a person just kind of like laying on the ground with like all sorts of cracked type limbs and just kind of waddling fast like a centipede or something crazy it, that's what it looked like it was just gliding across the floor it's so gross and you hear all the cracking as it's happening of course <laughs> again amplified cracking sounds amplified cracking person sliding on the floor sounds it was, it was gross this movie is not for you if you don't like cracking and it gets to me a little bit the whole cracking and the bone breaking and shit like that we've talked about this before
1: Oh, yeah, um, and, like, so you hear that the ankle break is pretty much the very next scene, the one we, we sort of talked about before. Right. And then Valeria is, was she with her parents the next uh, scene where they told her to stop cracking her fingers? Like, I thought instantly that that was some sort of foreshadowing going on. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, later sure. on in the movie, she's randomly cracking her fingers, and fucking all of her fingers break.
0: Yeah, they all just bend backwards and snap. Oh, my <laughs> God, there's <laughs> so much of it. Yeah. So, yeah, I have a few things. It's like, I... Teeth, bone cracking. Everything else is gravy. I'm fine with that. But it's like those three things, that get to me. So thank fucking goodness it was only bone breaking because otherwise I'd be in trouble with this movie.
1: Uh, Yeah. I was a little queasy during. So this scene where she's with her parents, the family dog ends up dying because the dog ends up, the dog senses that some shit's going on around them. Mm -hmm. And they said the dog hung itself, right? Because it was chained
0: up. Yeah, he accidentally hung himself because it was, like, chained up, and I'm sure it, like, went full force and probably crushed its own trachea or something. Yeah, that was sad. It was sad. I I don't like seeing animals dying in movies. Yeah. Well, you didn't see it die, but you heard the yelp, and as soon as you hear the yelp in a movie, you're like, oh, no. Well, they showed the body. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they showed that. They just didn't show the action of the dog being hung, which... I mean, there's that, at least.
1: It was so sad because Freddie was sitting on the couch watching the movie with me, and then the, so the dog's barking at everything, and then all of a sudden the dog yelps. And, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Freddie lost it, Like, my dog got so upset because his friend was gone.
0: Aw, Freddie. Yeah. Aw, poor little guy. It was so sad. He's just sitting there, probably shaking. Because well, he's a Chihuahua, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's probably just shaking because they're cold all the time. And then as soon as I walk in the room, he freaking barks me up to death.
1: Yeah, they don't like you.
0: They don't. They really don't. I don't know. Cats like me, though.
1: Cats like everything for the most part. Cats like whoever's feeding them. Yeah, or petting them.
0: Yeah. Whatever suits their needs, whoever's doing it, they like. Other than that, fuck off.
1: So this scene here, was it her aunt or her mother? Someone at the table there had the most fucked up haircut I've ever seen in my life.
0: Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. I think I was... Here's my problem. Subtitles. So I'd be watching the subtitles and sometimes missing the movie because Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get all the dialogue because obviously dialogue is very fucking important. So I missed it. I need you to explain what that haircut looked like.
1: Basically, it looked like Magneto's helmet from (laughs) X-Men. What the fuck? It looked exactly like it. It had the point that came down in the middle of the nose. Oh, my God. Go back and watch that scene.
0: You know what I'm talking about. I'm going to have to. Are we talking like X-Men cartoon?
1: I'm talking about Michael Fassbender's Magneto from... Actually, you know what? Days I'm of Future sure Past? pretty sure the cartoon. I mean, he was in other movies, but yeah.
0: Yeah, he was in Assassin's Creed, right? Shut up, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just saw the new movie that Michael Fassbender was in, The Killer, right? Oh, yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I wanted to. I heard it was good. I thought it was okay, honestly. I felt like it could have been better. Like, I thought thought it had potential, but for some reason it just didn't do it for me. Mm, I didn't hate it, didn't love it. It was like, "Eh, okay, cool. Sounds good. All
1: right. I'll (laughs) I'll watch it eventually, I guess. It's on the list.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you will. Okay, we're talking about Magneto's helmet, and we're at the scene where they're at dinner and they're being fucking dicks to her, right? Yep. Yeah, what the fuck? She's an expecting mother. She's sitting there. She's just enjoying her family time. And everyone's like, no, she's not fit for being a mother or whatever. She can't watch kids, blah, blah, blah. It's like, she's about to have a kid. She should be able to watch kids. Well,
1: like, not only that, but for some reason, I remember them saying they didn't like her boyfriend, Raul or Raul or whatever. Raul. And this is about the same time that she goes and sees like her ex-girlfriend, Octavia.
0: Fucking cheater. She cheated. That's no bueno. See what I did there? Because it's a Spanish movie. Steve. <laughs> That's when you go, no bueno. No bueno. No bueno. So Raul seemed like the dismissive husband for the most part. Whenever she had a problem, he was like, you're crazy. There's nothing happening. You're seeing things. And it's like, um, dude, dial that back when she's pregnant. <laughs> just like, you know, just let her go through her shit. Entertain her. But no, he was just being a dick. He was being Raul. 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 He
1: sounds like a prince. He's so far from it.
0: He is very far from Prince. He had a sweet little recording set up, though, in his house. Yeah. And here's some bullshit, right? Okay, so there was like the two rooms. So there was like the room where he was using to record his shit, and then there was her workspace for her woodworking and things like that. So she had to give that up for the child?
1: Yeah, they turned it into the nursery. Bullshit. Why didn't he? Bullshit. Have to... Bullshit. Why didn't yeah, he instead, have to change this thing? Instead, he gets to keep making music that he's not making any money on.
0: Yeah, and it's not like she's making a whole boatload of money on fucking woodwork. That shit's not cheap. No, I mean,
1: but, like, that's her occupation. Like, let her fucking live, man.
0: Yeah, and this guy, she's I don't got know. She's sawdust maybe, to breathe in. Yeah, and maybe he's, exactly, she has to, like, snort that sawdust. So I don't know how much money this guy's making. Probably doing okay, considering how he can have a little nice little uh, recording setup in his house. And he's going out and affording this whole place, apparently on his own. So, good on him for being in the music industry and making that kind of money. A little jealous.
1: <laughs> you can do that, Steve, if you put your mind to it.
0: I could. I would have to just tour relentlessly and then, I don't know, figure it out from there. I mean, you have been in this, the band for how long now? Um, so, The Summon, our first recording, Harvest, was in 2007. Jesus. Yep. 16 years. Wait, 16? Is it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's a while, huh? Yeah, what do you have to show for it? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean we have uh, we have two albums, an EP, some demos. Two toward... albums in
1: sixteen years.
0: Yeah, yeah that's more than Necrophagus.
1: Oh, oh boy, PTSD. <laughs> Dude, did you see that Modern Life Is War is doing a show in Cambridge? I did. Speaking of old bands, yeah, they announced it today.
0: No shit, that should be awesome.
1: Yeah, I kinda wanna go.
0: Fuck it, I'll go. I got nothing going on. May. Other than just probably editing.
1: It's in the same venue that we used to go to beyond wrestling at in Somerville.
0: Oh. No shit, that's cool. Yep. Yeah, I'd be down to check that out. All right. Thanks. Let's do nice. it. All right, let's make it happen. So okay, where are we? Other than like snorting sawdust. Baby in the refrigerator. Oh fuck. That came out of left field right there. So, so-
1: No, you you can tell the story, but I saw that and I was like, what the fuck?
0: How did did the baby survive? I don't know, man. That's lucky. Luck. Pure luck. I was just blown away the baby was still alive. Anyway, give us the deets. Okay, the deets are, we have to kind of go back a little bit, though, because she's obviously not in the right headspace. She's freaking out. She's seeing all this shit. So she goes to her ex-girlfriend, who's at a punk club which sick so she's at a punk club her ex-girlfriend says you know you need to get out of here that type deal so valeria storms off and she decides she's gonna go in the mosh pit full belly <laughs> and all you know baby inside no big she, deal
1: she's doing everything a pregnant lady should not be doing
0: yeah exactly now she's smoking she's snorting sawdust okay doesn't not she drink sl- too at the party I didn't see a drink, but no. Wouldn't okay. be surprised. I mean, sometimes it's okay to do a little bit, a glass of wine here and there, from what I've heard, but nothing like, you know, you don't want to be pounding beers and shit causing fetal alcohol syndrome. So you gotta be careful with that shit. I don't know. Pregnancy's weird. Apparently I know a lot about it. I watch rom coms.
1: That's sure you get all your, your knowledge about pregnancy?
0: That and women.
1: Oh, okay. That makes sense now. What women?
0: okay back to baby so she's in the mosh pit doing her thing she falls down to the ground like any person has ever experienced in a mosh pit and starts going into labor which cool that's like one hell of a way to go into labor is in the middle of a mosh pit so she's at the hospital has the baby all is good no problems there there was a shit ton of doctors in that room though my goodness You would think they were doing like a surgery where they're splitting conjoined twins in half with that many doctors in there. It was very weird. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, um, all of them were there. All of the doctors. The whole hospital was in the room. So, she gives birth. All is good. Raul goes on a little trip for work, I'm assuming, because it looked like he was walking out with a guitar or something like that. So, she was alone and she had the baby and so she's sleeping and the baby is just screaming 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 like that's normal right babies scream a lot at night you have to feed them like crazy so here's the thing that freaks me out she gets up and she starts like cracking her bones like cracking her back and neck and stuff like that and you just hear like just so much crunching happening and she just gets up and storms to the baby I'm automatically thinking, oh, this ain't going to be good. This is going to be a problem. Baby gets quiet real fast. So either she's a pro at putting babies to sleep or something's up. So she goes to bed. Things are quiet. She wakes up and she freaks out because she's not hearing the baby or anything. She goes to the nursery. No baby in the crib, right? But here's what I'm thinking. I see her go to the kitchen and I see her looking out the window. I'm like, oh, please don't tell me there's some sort of hanging baby or something. I would be like, "That, that would be way too much, way too much. But no, we didn't see any hanging baby. Instead, we see her kind of looking around the house and all of a sudden, Corey, what does she do?
1: I mean, she opens up the refrigerator and she finds her infant on the top rack of the refrigerator. Right next
0: to the eggs, my friend.
1: Like we briefly discussed before, I don't know how the baby spent a whole night in a refrigerator.
0: No idea either. Because not only is it cold, there's supposed to be very little oxygen in there. Yeah, that too. Yeah, so that baby should have been very dead. So, very lucky. And this is when she realizes, like, okay, shit's going down, I need to can do something about this so i don't know what she does does she go to some sort of like witch doctor
1: yeah she went to see witches it was a group of witches
0: they were actual witches okay mm-hmm. all right so i wasn't sure about that do you think those witches they were the ones that maybe put some sort of curse on her
1: i don't because i still think it had something to do with that what happened in the very opening scene of the movie
0: with someone blessing the womb Yeah, yeah, might be right. But I I felt like we didn't get much information from that. Like we didn't get one of those, oh, oh no, that person did this to me type moments. You sometimes see that like in movies.
1: So that's what I was saying before. This movie leaves a lot for interpretation. Like Mm -hmm. you can use your own imagination to kind of piece together what you think happened. There's no definitive explanation as to why she is the way she is.
0: Yeah, right. There is no reason whatsoever. We never really get one either. But now we're at that point. Okay, she's visiting the witches. They're doing some witchy shit, man. And, you know, they're they're freaking hitting brushes around her in circles and singing all sorts of songs, things like that. Very creepy stuff. Very creepy. And she ends up going into, I don't know if it's like another dimension or something, but, dude, this part is fucked Oh, yeah. With the I multi- think you, Yeah, I think you need to explain this part because I feel like you can explain it best.
1: Honestly, I really don't recall everything that happened because the only thing that sticks out to me is the fucking lump of <laughs> naked bodies that just start breaking.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. There's so much naked bodies It's like a cracking.
1: Yeah, a pile of naked bodies just. It's breaking, and it's so loud.
0: Oh my god! It's yeah, it's deafening. There's just so much going on, and they're all just kind of crawling all over the place. All these naked people, and then they just kind of come together in a naked people cracking pile. <laughs> naked people cracking pile
1: yep it literally is exactly that there's no other explanation naked people cracking pile
0: yeah and like this is like in the middle of the woods type deal she hears like the baby yelling and she sees all these naked people cracking and all that stuff and i'm thinking this is her just like entering her own mind to try to like confront this demon that's within her That's what I'm getting out of this, is that this is her way of taking it head on type deal, right? Yeah, maybe. But one thing that I thought was interesting is at the beginning of the movie, after the whole blessing of the womb and things like that, you see this imagery of someone wearing like this garb, right? And they're on fire. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. And it turns out the person that was on fire is Valeria in that scene where she's like trying to confront her inner demon, I think. I think did that's you, what it is, just trying to you confront your demon.
1: Did you get hereditary vibes here? Oh, big time. Okay.
0: Big Making time. sure I wasn't the only one. No, you weren't the only one. Throughout this movie, I was getting hereditary vibes, and It Follows vibes.
1: It Follows is absolutely classic.
0: Amazing I, movie.
1: I read they're making a sequel.
0: Yeah, It Still Follows, maybe.
1: Fucking James McAvoy is going to be in it. Of
0: course he is. Or Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. <laughs> like, imagine Adam Sandler and It Follows. I don't know. It follows I even, part it, two. It's probably Rob Schneider behind him. Oh, the whole God. Time. <laughs>
1: I mean, you can it do it. it.
0: <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> you can do it. Just nonstop for an hour and a half straight of uh, Rob Schneider just doing that.
1: I hate this. It's like the beginning of a literally scary movie. Yeah. Sorry, not the beginning, but a knockoff version of it.
0: I hope we get that. I really hope we do.
1: I do, too, now, because that would be entertaining.
0: Dude, entertaining as fuck.
1: And then Sh- we could get Rob Schneider on the podcast. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. And, <laughs> and I will just ask him about Judge Dredd the whole time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> get him on here to talk about whatever his new movie is, and we're just going to talk about Judge Dredd. Yeah. We'll be the first interview that he walks out of or, or disconnects on.
0: I hope so. I really hope one day that we get someone we're interviewing, and they're just like, nope, this ain't for me. I'm out. And... <laughs> We're not disrespectful people at all. We just are lunatics.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that would be hilarious. Yeah, That's like me trying to get blocked on Twitter by celebrities.
0: You do that for sport. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, just troll everyone. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, that's good. Trolling's my game. (laughs) Yeah, trolling's my name, trolling's my game. Yeah. Okay, so now we're at this part where we have all these naked bodies, Valeria on fire, and then she kind of wakes up out of it and all seems okay. She wakes up from this endeavor. She's holding the baby. Everything's fine. But then the next scene you see is her, the baby, and the husband. They're all kind of tearing up and you know, just obviously really somber. And then we see her grabbing her things and walking out. So clearly this is her leaving the child and father behind while she goes off and whatever. Fucks off, I guess.
1: So this is kind of what I was talking before about the ending how i had to think about this like what happened Mm -hmm. so my theory is she just decided she wasn't ready to be a mother and left her baby with raul because maybe she thought he was more qualified to maybe raise the baby on his own but yeah she packs her bags and just leaves so that's what i think happened uh she just thinks she was doing the right thing
0: Yeah, you know, that makes perfect sense that she just felt like she wasn't ready, like she wanted the baby and then realized that she couldn't have the baby. Because I was thinking, like, why go through that whole ordeal only to leave, you know?
1: Yeah, I think after she had the exorcism or whatever, she kind of realized it.
0: Yeah, I guess that was basically an exorcism. That's what I was getting out of that. Definitely exorcism vibes. So. You're probably right. She probably just thought, you know what? Not ready to be a mother. I'm going to have to go on a long journey now and take it from there. But who knows? It could be that. I was initially thinking she went to a mental institution because this might have been a little bit of her kind of losing her mind. But now that I kind of think about it, I don't think they'd allow you to bring tools to a mental institution because she was walking around with one of those like toolboxes.
1: Yeah, She brought some of her stuff from her little workshop.
0: Yeah, so I'm thinking this is more her moving out and moving on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. So that, that makes sense. I think that's probably how it's going to go. So, all right, Corey, what do you give
1: it? So, initially, I was going to give this a four out of five because you mentioned before that it does drag. It had a couple scenes where it did drag, but after thinking about this... I thought this was a perfect film. I gave it a five out of five dead kids. Nice. Um, I love the pacing. I thought the build was really good throughout the whole movie. It starts kind of slow, and then each act, it just gets more batshit insane i typically don't like movies that have really drawn out sections but they were for a reason in this and that's what i kind of loved about it they meant something i thought it built really good suspense throughout and the atmosphere and tone were amazing sound design was fucking crazy mm-hmm. the constant bone breaking is going to leave we've been nightmares for a long time but i think this was really well worth it definitely a sleeper film from i think it came out last year
0: yeah something like that you know i agree movies can be slow It's fine, but as long as you're doing that and building tension all the way through, that's how you make it work. Whereas the movie that we reviewed at the very beginning, the 32nd (laughs) review of Underground, that was an hour and 40 of just nothing but slow, like nothing happening. Build, 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 nothing, right? Mm -hmm. But no tension, no nothing. It's just, I don't know, it was weird. For me, I went with a four out of five. It's a hard watch if you get creeped out by... Bones breaking and cracking. Definitely an interesting and unique movie unlike others out there. Definitely had some Ari Aster and David Robert Mitchell vibes for sure. So like I was saying, it follows, hereditary. I had those vibes for sure. The movie had a lot of tension building and when something happened, it was big. So we didn't have to wait forever for things to happen. It was just progressive, like tension and then something would happen, right? Tension, something would happen. So we weren't just like bored waiting until the very end i thought the ending brings up a lot of questions but like i was saying earlier it's kind of the beauty behind movies is that there's room for interpretation and and in this case i think that's what we get here is uh, an ending that's really open for interpretation and i will say this i'm also a little more cognizant now of cracking my fingers i'm not no, Not I, at all. I was doing it during the movie and I'm like, oh God, I'm stopping now. I can't. Your whole
1: <laughs> a year old hand breaks.
0: Yeah, my whole hand breaks as I'm trying to take notes. We're like, four to five. Ah, fuck.
1: That actually would have been hilarious if you are like, uh, Corey, I managed to break some fingers writing my notes for this.
0: Yep. Uh, the movie rubbed off on my fingers. We're going to have to reschedule. Yeah. All right, everyone. Be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on Facebook, X, Instagram, TikTok, threads, and YouTube. Leave us a five-star review on all podcast platforms so we can get some more exposure. And be sure to tell your friends. Both our outro and intro music are courtesy of Andrew Scott Bell. Be sure to check out Andrew on all major streaming platforms. And if you see Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, on vinyl, in the wild, be sure to pick it up. We're also a part of the Shining Wizards Network. Visit shiningwizardsnetwork.com. They're an awesome podcast network ranging from rest, to heavy metal, to horror, all that good stuff. So check that out. Visit 30screamsorless.com for all previous episodes and transcripts to go with those episodes. And if there's anything you want us to review, sort of send an email to 30 less at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Use hashtag 30screamsorless. And as I was saying earlier, buy our merch because I'm going to throw up a chair made of floss and Corey's going to eat his hat, right? Only if you sell one. Only if I sell one. Yeah. You'll eat your head if I make it and I sell it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see how that goes with, like, the time that I have. And from... you
1: can't be the one to buy it. Oh,
0: well, Or fuck. anyone you know. Oh, well, come on.
1: <laughs> I, just, I gotta make this hard, dude. <laughs> I can't just be eating my fucking hats all the time.
0: Well, I'll just go on, like, Fiverr and hire someone to buy it from me. I don't know the person. They're over probably in India or something.
1: If I see a chair going to India, I know it's you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, that'd be funny. So everyone, we got a lot of cool stuff up for sale on there. Shirts, hats, mugs, stickers, all sorts of good stuff. So definitely check that out. If you go to the website, there's a shop link at the top. It definitely goes a long way to help out the podcast. We put it towards our hosting fees.
1: Yes. So go buy some stuff.
0: Those fucking hosting fees. And paying for properly one of our subscriptions for a shutter and screen box.
1: Yeah, that too. We We pay for those things. Yeah,
0: it's all expenses. But buying merch helps offset those expenses. We don't line our pockets. We just reimburse ourselves. (laughs) Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself, moron. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, everyone. I'm Steve. I'm Corey. And thanks for listening to 30 Screams of Less. And don't forget to drink your beans.